0: welcome to the rico 12 shares podcast this is an open to all addictions and afflictions sharing meeting if you would like to record a share or a recovery prayer for rico 12 shares please go to www.rico12.com forward slash shares and follow the links there or click on the link in the show notes rico 12 shares is not a dumping ground for problems nor is it a place for storytelling RICO 12 Shares is not a place for crosstalk or contacting others. RICO 12 Shares is not a place to promote or proselytize any products, services, or specific religions. RICO 12 Shares is a place to share and hear the solution, your experience, strength, and hope. RICO 12 Shares is a short, shares-only meeting closed out with a recovery prayer that is recorded by any one of our participants or audience members. The RICO-12 family of recovery services is supported by participants and listeners. To become a supporter, what we call a RICO-12 spearhead, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash support or click on the link in the show notes. It is now time to share. RICO-12 shares.
1: Hi, my name is Leslie. I'm a sex and love addict and codependent. I want to share on step three. I have really been struggling for months now. I've been starting each morning with my step three prayer and I beg my higher power desperately. Please God, help me be willing to turn my will and my life over to you. My thoughts, my actions, my hopes, my dreams, my wants, my needs, please just help me turn it all over to you. I know that I cannot do it. I know that I cannot manage my own life. I also, I do believe that there's a power greater than me that can and will manage it. I believe in my higher power. I know that I can't manage my own life. And yet, I just, I I cannot turn my will and my life over to the care of this higher power. So frustrated, so angry. Why can I still not let go? And then on an outreach call uh, with a fellow, they said to me, you can't w- self-will your step three. You can't make yourself let go. <laughs> uh, and that collided with a few things that I heard on, on RICO 12. And then it hit me uh, in My relationships in life as a codependent and sex and love addict, I am often with people that I think that I need. Uh, I need them in order to feel okay. I need them in order to manage my life. But I don't want them. I have often been with people that I don't like. I don't respect. I don't admire. I don't appreciate. And yet, I still feel like I I need them. Uh, and I realized that this was how I was treating God. I didn't want God. <laughs> and even though I didn't want God, because I knew I needed God, I had been trying to uh, trying to earn God's care. <laughs> and love by doing all the right things. Exactly the same way that I try to manipulate people, control people into giving me the care and love that I want. So I was like, God, if I do all the outreach calls and do all the step work and do all the two-way prayer and <laughs> spend all day, every day doing recovery work, then I'm gonna earn, I'm gonna earn my step three. I'm gonna get the love that I want. Um which is exactly the way that I think that I control how other people feel about me um, and what they're, they're going to be able to do for me. And uh, as soon as I said, God, I, I want you, I want you in my life. I want to know you better. I want a relationship with you. I felt it. I felt my step three decision. I felt uh, peace, release, calm. Um, And that very same day, I had the biggest miracles that have happened to me so far in my recovery happen all in a row. Bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Um and uh... Rico 12 shares
2: hi my name is Brigham um, we're covering sexaholic and son of God day of recovery um, my date of sobriety is April 17th of uh,
3: 2020 um
2: <clears throat> I just wanted to share a little bit today about an experience that I had this morning um, while I was journaling um, for my step study. I listed out the differences between what I consider sobriety or and or abstinence and um, recovery. So my abstinence or sobriety list covered a bunch of don'ts and my recovery list covered um, more do's. I couldn't come up with any don'ts for recovery, and I actually couldn't come up with any do's for uh, abstinence or sobriety. So as I was pondering on that, I I wrote about the difference, the thinking that I felt in each one of those scenarios. And in the abstinence and sobriety, Section. My thought was is that um, it was all about hiding, or you know, using a wartime metaphor, being entrenched um, in war and battle. I was in a, you know, I was I was hunkered down. I was being shot at. I was being berated all of the time. I was everything was beating against me, and I was just sitting there stuck. Um, and, and part of me, um, felt like (laughs) it just felt dark and lonely is the best way to describe that. It was a lonely feeling. Um, and when I think of the recovery list and, and what that, the mindset that that puts me in is it, um, puts me in a position where I feel like I'm more open. and. I can ex- I can be vulnerable and um, move forward. I can progress. And in relating it back to the, the battleground, uh, being on a, a battlefield, I feel like I'm behind a victor, behind the victor, with a capital V um, in front of me. When I'm living in recovery, um, I'm no longer hiding, I'm out in the open, I'm exposed. I'm vulnerable but my protection my protector is out in front Um, and when I do those things that I talked about on my my list that puts me behind him and allows him to be my allows him to be the source of my victory not me I'm I'm no longer forcing the action. and I can always turn back to him and, and turn towards him and he will rescue me. Um, anyway, yeah, those were my thoughts. Thanks. I'm Brigham. Rico, Rico 12,
4: 12
3: shares. shares. Hi, my name is Barbara B. I would like to share my recovery. Uh I start to do meditation prayer in the morning. Uh, and I just sit still and, uh, have a journey and talk with, with God and ask Him what to do or, you know, just give me whatever He wants to, to give me to me in that day. And it's been, uh, challenging, but it's been very nice and very, uh, rewarded in terms That I've been listening, you know, little things from God that I would never imagine. And plus, the food's not calling me or the codependency. Uh, I'm feeling peace. I'm feeling more gentle. I can pause when uh, I'm agitated. Like, I don't react more that often or get anger. I just feel like, you know, accepting life as it is. And I start to work the steps also with the sponsor, so i'm very I'm in the very beginning, but I think uh this is a we program we need each other that's why I'm sharing I decided to share in this podcast because uh yeah, I try to isolate myself and it's not it's it's not it's never gonna work and we need to open up and Share and reach out for people. Do outreach calls, and uh, and get the sponsor to start the steps. Because then, I think we are gonna be able to experience more recovery. And it's a lifetime for I think for me, I will need to have this relationship with God and with the problem in my whole life. Because we are never. I think we are never ready. We just uh, see life in a different way, and uh, we are able to cope better. But life is life, and everything, you know, bad and good is going to happen anyway. But the way we see life, the way we re- react to life, that's a different thing. That's how we change, because it's the only thing we can change, is ourselves relating to, to you know, everything in life. and. I heard a, a lady saying that I don't know what what the meaning of the life. Sometimes, you know, I, I question life, but I need to know the meaning of my life, you know. Because if I want answers for everything in life, I'm going to get crazy, and I'm going to, you know, just get depressed or whatever. But if I ask God to show me the meaning of my life, in how I can get recovered and you know help people get out of my own mind because I have a broken mind and I need to. I heard yesterday in a in a Zoom meeting I need to
1: um,
3: fire fire my mind, you know, and hire God's mind. Otherwise. I've been trying my whole life to, to, to be different, and it never worked. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Rico
4: 12 shares. Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Tim M. Uh, I'm coming to you live uh, from just north of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and I am an addict of the hopeless variety and i am also codependent and in slaw recovering from a lot of these things in different programs it's all 12 step it's all big book it's all recovery it's all solution based and uh, i'm glad to be here today um so i've been trying to trying to recover the last 20 odd years from uh, hard drugs and it's only recently Uh, I came to the program of CODA through a failed relationship, and I threw everything into it. And it was all under the umbrella that I was being unselfish and working spiritual principles. And I thought I was such a good guy and giving so much, and uh, I felt really safe to love and all this stuff. And it wasn't until things fell apart, I realized that You know, I wasn't working on myself, wasn't going to meetings, wasn't working with a sponsor, just wasn't taking care of myself. And I ended up basically at my father's grave being suicidal and just saying, I'm done, which is strangely and oddly enough, what the girl said to me, she said, I'm done. And uh, which flips me out because I put so much effort into us. And anyway, that's on me. So. I've been trying to recover for quite some time. I was in California in 2000 for a year or two, and I got six months clean time, just basically working one, two, and three, and meeting a lot of kids. Uh, In Orange County out there, the the recovery is really strong. There's a lot of young kids in in recovery because they start pretty early. Um, So it was great to be out there, but then I started once I started piecing back my life that was all great I was teaching tennis going to the beach every day and all those things that we do the logs that we log onto that we were drowning and we, we try and uh, grab onto them whether it's therapy yoga uh, you know eating better all these things so I was grabbing on to these things of like yoga and the beach and people and ultimately it never served me well and I ended up uh, just doing what I always do and that's stopping Being connected with people, and because it's a disease of isolation, I've found, and most of you know. And I started going to downtown LA and driving down there. And of course, it's all like a big film and cinema to me. And I have lots of justifications and rationale. And I just started using and um, buying drugs from street dealers and getting into trouble. And um, wasn't showing up at meetings for my service positions, wasn't calling people, started lying and doing all that and uh i drove across america came back to toronto canada where my mom lives and started looking after her and started getting in other relationships over the years that felt short and i just found myself basically hurting other girls and using them and lying to them and using drugs and uh so that's brought me here to 2023 and um yeah, I'm I'm in the program now. Uh, it's a twelve-step program that speaks to a lot of different addictions and uh, afflictions. It's called Spiritual Gangsters, and it's really great. I've met a really good support network and community through doing that, and I'm actually working with a couple other sponsees now since I've gone through the full twelve step steps with the 40 page workbook they have um anyway i'm about to be cut off anyway that's essentially it there's certainly uh, a lot more to go but uh, give you an idea of what's happening um thanks very much for listening
0: it is now time to close the rico 12 shares meeting if you wish to share some of your recent experience strength and hope or have insights that you've gained from other speakers or other meetings, please follow the links in the show notes to our website and submit a recorded share there. You can also become a Rico 12 spearhead and financially support these projects by clicking on the support link in the show notes. Thanks. We will now launch off into the rest of our day with a prayer. This is Justin and I am an addict. And this is the Thomas Merton prayer. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does, in fact, please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Keep coming back. It works when you work it. So work it. You are worth it.